Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. If you feel that I've brought you any value at all, please consider showing your appreciation by becoming a supporter of this free podcast at anchor.fm slash Christopher Yule slash support. This allows me to be able to create more content to give you the tools, tips, and tricks you need to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So what is causing the yield curve to invert? This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Hello, I'm Christopher Ewell, and welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. And today, I want to talk about what's going on with the yield curve and why it's starting to invert. And I think the easiest way to explain that is to go to the iPad, and we can talk about what's going on here. So the first thing that you'll notice on this chart is the disparity between these two lines. So for podcast listeners, the bottom line, that's what the Fed fund or that's what the yield curve looked like a year ago. It's essentially a 45 degree line. And what the yield curve looks like now is a much flatter line. That's called a flattening yield curve. That is also a term in finance. There's flattening, steepening, inverting, twisting, things like that. So there's a lot going on here. First thing to talk about is the shape of the curve. The shape of the curve has changed because the Fed has been raising short-term rates. And as you can see here, so the one month used to be about, let's call it 120, and now the one month is at about 220. And that's to be expected because the Federal Reserve, that controls the overnight rate. And the short-term end of the curve, which is everything basically under two years, that's the most reactionary of the curve. So even though it shows to be pretty flat, but it, I mean, it has a similar angle if you look on the bottom to the top, right? Similar angles between the two, but they've all, oops, they've all moved up over here because of the change in the Fed funds. These are the most reactionary, as I said. Now, these have moved up, but I mean, everything has moved up as well, right? Everything from the 30 year down to the one month has moved up. So what's causing the yield curve to invert? Well, we've got a flatter curve now, right? The angles have changed, but also the Fed is moving rates up, so that has changed. But what's going on here is that investors, you can see this curve actually has a dip into it, and that is the inverting part. I remember I talked about a few different terms. First is steepening, steepening meaning that it's going up, it's becoming a steeper angle. Second is flattening. Flattening would be essentially a, a, a flat angle from the one month to the 30 year. There is um, twisting, which is what this is doing. A twist is where rates are moving in opposite directions, right? So you can see the two year and the five year. Two years going up, five years going down at this particular point in time. And that where the twist is what's basically driving the inversion right here. So let's talk about that real quick. So with the inversion, I made some notes to myself. The yields are going up, as you can see here, but the price of those are going down. Bonds have an inverse correlation between yields and price. So investors are, are they're essentially bailing on the front end over here. They're, they're leaving the short term because the price of those is going down. 
and they're not excited to be buying more of the cheaper bonds. So yields are going up, prices are going down, and investors are, are leaving the short-term area and they're moving out in time. Now, like I said, everything is moving up, right? The whole the rising tide lifts all ships and that's what's happening here. But as you can see in this area, the distance between these two is much smaller than the distance between these two. As I said earlier, the front end is much more reactionary than the long end. And that's also indicative of the fact that investors are moving out of the short end, causing prices to go down, right? Prices are going down while the yield, so the percent, is going up. Now, on the opposite end, the percent is going up and the prices are going down, but not at the same degree, not at the same magnitude. So that's why investors are moving out in, into uh, longer term bonds is that prices are, prices are basically holding still. I mean, if you look between the two, the, it's relatively unchanged while the prices down here have really changed. Think of it this way, right? If this were the stock market and the price, let's say this was flipped on its head and that the price had gone from here to here, the price had dropped significantly. A lot of people are gonna be bailing and going into other asset classes where the price has not dropped as significantly. So think of it that way. That's the easiest way to, to look at it from this angle. So I found this, this article up here. I can't remember the source I got it from uh, last week, but essentially, like I was saying earlier, investors are flocking to long-term treasury bonds. The difference between the two hasn't caused as much of a disparity. The yields on those bonds will fall. And that's what's going on, particularly in the uh, 2, 5, 10, and, uh, 2, 5, 7, and 10 range here. That's where things are starting to invert. Anytime that a shorter term yield is higher than a longer term yield, that's an inversion. Historically, inversions have led to recessions in the past, but that's usually when we're talking about the two year to the 10 year, a shorter term to a longer term. Between a two year, three year, and a five year, they're so close together that that doesn't necessarily predict anything. Um, I haven't done my research on that, but that's not the inversion point that people talk about for uh, recession predictors. And plus recession predictor in that way, they usually say, well, it's usually about 18 to 24 months after the inversion of the yield curve when things actually go south in the economy, the recession starts. So even though this is happening now, it's not, not an immediate problem. So what would stop the yield curve from inverting? What would, what would have to change in order for this to be reversed? Well, essentially, investors would have to start um, selling off these, uh, these five-year bonds because currently they're buying them and that's pushing the yield down. Remember, price and yield are inverse. And because they're inverse, anytime the price is going up, the yield is going down. Prices go up because of supply and demand, which is pushing the yield down. So investors are buying the five-year. They like the five-year. Um, but because of that, it's causing the five-year point to go below the two and three-year. Here on the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I think the smartest thing you could do is open a new brokerage account with Tastyworks. Tastyworks is a brokerage platform that I use and I recommend. The commission structure is absolutely unbeatable at $1 per leg total. Now, if you sign up for a free Tastyworks account using the code 10MINUTE, that's 10-M-I-N-U-T-E, I'll give you $150 in free 10-Minute Trader exclusive bonuses from 10MinuteStockTrader.com just for opening a free account at Tastyworks. 
Remember to use the code 10MINUTE, that's 10-M-I-N-U-T-E, when signing up for your new Tastyworks account today. So investors are liking the five-year, and because they are, it's pushing the five-year yield down. They're buying more of them because of supply and demand. That's pushing the price up. So it's going to take investors bailing out at the five-year point in order to to move on. But that that seems to be the point where people are, are, are buying into. And maybe that has to do with they feel that maybe five years from now is a good time to re-enter the market. I can't really say for that. But I can say that the disparity between the front end and the back end has gotten much smaller because of the Fed raising rates. It's caused an inversion along the middle of the curve. And uh, this could potentially be a economic indicator for a forward-looking recession. Not necessarily the case now with a three and five year inversion, but it could be with a two and a 10 year inversion. So now you know that the Fed, which is driving the front end interest rates and investors, which are driving the long end interest rates, they're both working together essentially to drive the yield curve to invert. Hey, if you found this helpful at all, please make sure you like and subscribe and leave a review on iTunes as well. And thank you so much for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks you need to trade faster and trade smarter. I've been your host, Christopher Yule, and be sure to tune in for the next episode. Our mission statement at 10MinuteStockTrader.com is to empower others to employ the strategic advantages of options trading and to provide confidence that they can profit in any market scenario. Please be sure to give me a like and a comment below and tell me how you can use this in your own portfolio. I have so much more content just like this over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. There you'll find all the bullish, bearish, and neutral strategies I trade, as well as everything I've traded in my portfolio over the last year. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. It really does mean the absolute world to me that I've become a part of your day. And like I always like to say, I've been your host, Christopher Yule, and thanks for stopping by. Now that wraps up today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I've been your host, Christopher Yule, and thanks for stopping by. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through his content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication. Financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10 MinuteStockTrade.com and Chris Fuel are not in the business of transacting security trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client's situation or investment objectives. 10 MinuteStockTrade.com and Chris Fuel are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealer. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and any instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risk associated with the use of any financial security and brokerage platform. For more information, please visit 10 MinuteStockTrade.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.